You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConforta. Great point. Guys, uh, I didn't think a few weeks back that they'd be in this position, but I want to read this to you because this is their remaining schedule, and I think they have a chance to win the division. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills. They play the Chargers at the Chargers, and we know that team's a mess. And then you play the Patriots on December 31st, and then you finish against the Dolphins, who are two games in front of you right now, on the 7th of January. I think the Bills can win out, guys, and I think they could win this division again. Am I crazy, Baldy? You're not crazy. I mean, you need help from the Dolphins, you know, to, to go backwards here, which, you know, we got to play it out. But I, I I don't know if they're completely fixed. However, it's clear Joe Brady has made a difference. And that, you know, they didn't turn it over against Dallas, and they ran the ball 49 times. And, you know, this James Cook, he looks better than Dalvin, to be honest with you. He does. Like, he's just that mm-hmm. good. And they ran the same play back and forth against Dallas. They couldn't stop it, so they just kept dialing it up. Counter trap, counter trap right, counter trap left. They're really good at it. Aaron Cromer's the offense line coach. Like, that's their – like they said, if Stephon Diggs wants to bitch about this, then let him bitch. We're going to – this is how we're going to play football. And I think Stephon's on board because they're winning. But I feel like they've got their identity right now. They're still playing good, sound defense. But when they can control the ball like they did against Dallas and – limit Dak to 130 yards passing. Like, they ran the ball really good against Philly. They just lost the game, had a 59-yard field goal, extended in overtime. But they they ran it really good against Philly. And I feel like Josh is fine with this. You want to play bad weather, you want to hand the ball off, Josh could care less. That guy just wants to win. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of found their identity, and I think they're going to be very tough down the stretch because of it. Jason Baldy, I think – this is the best Buffalo Bill team of the Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, Josh Allen, Allen era. The best one built for Buffalo. This team's actually built for Buffalo. Remember, yeah. they were at home against Cincinnati, and you would have thought they were the road team. Right. You, you would have thought they were unaccustomed to snow. You would have thought they were unaccustomed to anything other than pristine conditions to throw the football and just keep bombs away. That's not them anymore. Yeah. Since they made the coordinator change, they're running the ball 51.5% of the time. Second in the NFL. The only team running more in that span is Atlanta, who don't have a quarterback. Like, they went from throwing the ball or, or running the ball 25 times a game to running the ball 39 times and a game. And you know what that does, Jason, the, the, the turnovers go way down. You know, yes. And so that's the other part that was killing them. The turnovers now have been reduced. And, and Baldy, they're not living in shotgun anymore. They've cut the shotgun percentage down by about 5 6%. They're under center more. They're making you think about that. It's four guys in the run game. It's multiplicity in the yeah. run game. It's, yeah. Don't forget about Ty Montgomery, right? They yeah. give him – he's the real change of pace. 
Like, they had 105 runs under center the first 10 weeks. They got 74 their last four, 71 their last four games. They, they're running it through Cook. It's bringing out the best in everybody. It's helping the defense out. It's helping mm-hmm. the 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 right tackle and the guard who they drafted, right? One of the second round, one of the third. It's helping those guys out. And it's built for the conditions they play in. Like, well, I don't know if Baltimore's going to beat Miami or not. You know what I mean? If they do, yeah. then the Bills are got a chance to, to play for it all in week 18. But if Buffalo manages to win this division and maybe get a couple of games at home, well, you got to go straight to the difficult decision that any coach has to make when you have to fire a coach that's been with you, Ken Dorsey. And so um, he made that. That's a difficult decision. But, you know, Joe Brady has said, okay, this is – and I know Joe and, and Aaron Cromer are very, very tight. And Aaron's been like, look, we got an athletic offense line. We drafted Osiris Torrance. We brought in Connor McGovern. Let's play – to and, and this James Cook is a hell of a player. I mean, he's just he, – he's really good. He's got unbelievable feet and vision. And so I think they're playing to their strengths, to your point here, Jason. By the way, that Cincinnati game <clears throat> and Steeler game, 4.30 on Saturday, 8 o'clock game for the uh, for the Bills uh, taking on the, the Chargers. Here's the deal. Uh, the big game Sunday, 4 o'clock window, Dallas at Miami. Now, I don't want to trigger you, Jason, okay, because you've been saying all season that Dallas is a fraud. Last week, they go lay a big egg, and everybody goes, what in the hell is going on? All right. Dolphins, meanwhile, win without Tyreek Hill on the field. And Tua's like, listen, if you don't believe in us, he said this this week, like, I don't care. I don't care. We can win. I love my team. Dolphins are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. We talked a little bit about this with Nick Costos, but I got to ask you, are you going to believe that Dallas rebounds this week? Both teams coming in at 10-4. and four. Do, Does Dallas go to Miami and rebound from that performance last weekend? You asking me? Yes, sir. Uh, I think Dallas is going to watch. I'm sorry, Miami's going to watch what Buffalo did to Dallas on the ground game. And Mike McDaniel's going to say, you thought that was an unmasking? You thought that was a neutering? You thought that was a castration? Hold my beer. Hold my scissors. I'm going to a whole nother level. I'm going to get medieval on. The Dallas Cowboys are 32nd in the league against outside zone runs. They're 31st in defensive EPA against outside zone runs. They're 32nd in the league in yards allowed before contact against outside zone runs. Miami Dolphins average 5.5 yards per carry on outside zone runs. They have seven touchdowns on outside zone runs. The only team doing it as much as the the, the, the Miami Dolphins are the San Francisco field. 49ers. The Dallas Cowboys, when a fullback is on the field, allow 5.5 yards per carry. They're dead last in defensive EPA against the fullback. Miami has a fullback on the field 45% of the time. The only team that uses a fullback more than Miami, the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers, it wasn't super sexy, but they ran 41 times for 170 yards, scored twice on the ground, and ended up winning that game comfortably. Uh, I'm not sure that Tua needs to throw the ball even 15 times like Josh Allen did last week. It's going to be a little bit muggy there. It's in the 70s. Dallas's defense ball, he was on the field for 36 minutes last week. Um, I don't think they're fixing this in a week. I think they're in big trouble. I think Miami's going to road grade them. Well, I'll give them Dallas, one and a half points all day when long. Dallas lost Leighton Van Der Esch, you know, they went to this dime defense with Marquise Bell and Damone Clark as the inside linebackers. And Buffalo said, 
you want to play a dime defense, we'll run it 49 times. And you, what, what typically happens when teams play that style, it's good against teams that want to throw it and they have a lot of speed. You get more speed on the field, more guys that can cover, more ways to blitz. But if teams want to just pound you in the run game, you got to figure it out. Now, does that mean take Micah off the edge and play him inside, which he's capable of doing, and just get bigger bodies in there to stop the push? Uh, it, it lessens his effectiveness if you want to throw it. And I'm sure that, you know, Austin Jackson at right tackle would love to see Micah at inside linebacker, but they don't really have a lot of options. They, you, you, defensively, you like to have options depending on who you play against. Miami's the number one rushing football team in the league. And it's, it's an issue. So, uh, you know, unless Dallas gets that fixed, I think teams are taking a look at what Buffalo did and what other teams have done, what Arizona did early in the year against them, running for 222 yards and, and winning that game. Like this, this might be like their Achilles heel as they get ready for the postseason. Yeah, Buffalo guys ran right at those guys in the middle. That's what you're talking about, right? There was no beating around the bush. They ran right at those you know guys. What's a, you know what's disappointing, Carl, honestly, in this thing is they ran the same play over and over again, just <laughs> counter trap. They pulled Deion Dawkins. They, they pulled Spencer Brown. And you basically were saying, like, hold on, uh, Dan Quinn. We're, we're going to run the same play again. And, like, at a certain point, you adjust. You right. figure it out. And to me – they never adjusted. That was the disappointing thing. Like they had plenty of chances to say, okay, we got to stop this play. Well, is, 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 you know, what Joe Brady said, well, if they're not going to, we're going to get 10 yards of carry on this run. We're not going to stop it. And we're not going to stop running. it. And that's what, kind of what they did. Jason, I agree with you on this. I, I really do. Just because the mad scientist that Mike McDaniel is, he's in the lab and you know, he's thinking the same thing you just, just laid out. And I think, Baldy, you're right about if the Cowboys show the ineffectiveness to not be able to stop the run, this is going to be their flaw heading into the playoffs. They will get beat because you will going into the playoffs. You guys know every team is going to attack your weakness, right? I'm going to make you beat me in another way. And if you you show me that I can't stop the run or I can't defend, you know, quick hitters or you talked about the seam routes down the middle of the field, Jason, with the Cleveland Browns. If I can't defend those things, you're in trouble. And so I see the Cowboys in, in this is you better get it right mode right now because you will have been exposed two weeks in a row. 